Hi everyone, welcome to episode 24 of Table Talks, our virtual cafe series where we encourage each other through sharing stories of overcoming hardships. I'm your host, Rochelle, and today we have two special guests. It's our first time having two guests at the same time because our topic this month is about relationships. And this one is relationships part one. So I'll just welcome Sam and Clarissa to our cafe. Hi, Sam. Hi, Clarissa. Hey. How's Hi. it going? Thanks for having us. Thanks yeah, for joining. Exciting. Yay, thanks for joining. Since we're at a cafe, I'll just share a drink that I'm having right now. It's from Rabbit Hole Roasters. Um, I've been looking for a decaf for a long time that doesn't have that like decaf aftertaste. Like, do you know, do you know what I mean? No, I no. Don't know okay, I've never had decaf, so I don't I didn't even know decaf had an aftertaste. I thought it was just like I don't know, like alcohol free beer, which tastes like beer. No, no alcohol-free beer does not taste like beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it lacks this crucial element to the flavor, which is probably the alcohol part of it. But it just makes it so bland. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe my, my memory's clouded too because I have had alcohol-free beer for a while. Either. Mm. So, but yeah. decaf has like a, a taste? Yeah, it has this like... Um, to me, it has this burnt aftertaste that sort of overpowers any flavor from like coffee that oh, normally yeah. I would taste. Interesting. Yeah. So I think because maybe this is like a, a mountain water process decaf. So it's, it's one of the various ways that they use to extract the caffeine from the beans. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time I've had a caffeine free coffee that's pretty tasty and smooth hey, that's pretty good, yeah what are you guys drinking uh, so i'm currently at my parents place so they're not coffee connoisseurs uh so we just got some you know costco organic beans in the your ready-made coffee maker with those clear pots so you know drinking that <laughs> <laughs> nice how about you clarissa and i'm having a black tea with some um, chai-infused honey. So it's basically a chai tea. It's really good. Ooh. Did you, you made it yourself? Um, well, it's just a, it's just a red rose um, tea bag. Um, but the honey was a gift for Christmas. It was really good. Yeah. Nice. Wait, so red rose has um, chai-infused. No, no. That, that honey is a separate one that was um, just like a gift for Christmas. But then the tea itself was like a red rose tea. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Come, come in a big box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, because as we're saying this, um, the thought came into my mind how, like, you know how people say it's chai, not chai tea, because you're saying tea tea. Yeah, yeah that's right. Chai is actually a word that, that means tea. I yeah. Mm -hmm. So when, when the honey, is, so you're saying the honey is chai infused? Yeah, the honey itself is chai infused. Oh, Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I just did what people are complaining that we shouldn't do. <laughs> Talking about like chai infused red rose. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Um, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming. So since our guests don't know you guys, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Maybe Sam first and then Clarissa. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm Sam. Uh, I don't know, um, 28 years old, 
uh, met Rochelle in Waterloo. We were like roommates for a number of years. Went to KCF together. That's where we met. Um, yeah, it's been quite some time. And then, uh, yeah, moved uh, away to Germany uh, for two and a half years. And then, uh, yeah, recently came back maybe in September last year, 2020, and uh, been here ever since. Kind of the TLDR of, uh, of me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm Clarissa. I um, met Rochelle through Sam, and I met Sam through um, at Waterloo um, when we were studying there. I was in third year, and Sam was in um, during his master's. Um, currently, I'm I graduated in 2019, and I'm now working at UHN um, as a wayfinding project coordinator. Nice. Yeah. So um, do you guys want to give us just like a brief overview of your relationship so we have an idea of like what that's like? You, you did say you guys met um, at school. Go for All it, right. Sam. Yeah, I'll go for it. Um, yeah, so we met, um, ooh, when did we meet? 20... Fall of 2016. 2016. Wow. Okay. Wow, though. Um, fall 2016, that's when we first met just through a mutual friend, um, Aaron. Um, and then... Um, yeah, we talked a bit there, but it was just, you know, casual, whatever talk. And then she, you went to Cambodia, right? For yeah, over the winter for term. Yeah, four months, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, for your co-op. Yeah, for my co-op, yeah. Yeah, and so during that time, we didn't really talk. And then I guess when we were both back in uh, in Waterloo in uh, like spring 2017, uh, we got to talk more and more, and that's when we got closer. And then, uh, yeah, we, we started dating um, September 2017. And that's kind of like nearing the end of uh, my master's. Um, and then, yeah, so and then during that time, um, yeah, I was uh, looking for like long-term jobs and stuff. And I had this opportunity in Germany to work. And so this is kind of in the works in the back of my head for a little while. And so like throughout our whole time hanging out, I was like, oh, hey, Clarissa, I might move to Germany. Just, you know, like when we were just friends, <laughs> too, like, kind of like throwing that in there, like maybe like once a month or like once every two weeks, just to, like, you know, <laughs> just to like born there, like, like just kind of just throw it right, like Germany, right? Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, we started dating September, and then in February, so around four or five months later, I just kind of left, um, to Germany, <laughs> and we've been long mm-hmm. distance for two and a half years up until September 2020, and then, yeah, this is the first time. Uh, we're in the same city together, uh, unfortunately, during lockdown, so kind of feels the same but different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. So in total, your relationship mm-hmm. in person would have been like almost a year, I guess? I think less than that because we started dating September 2017, and that was just the beginning of actually my co-op. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to call this long distance, but um, I was doing co-op in Toronto, and... Uh, Sam was in Waterloo, and then yeah, about five months later, he flew to Germany. So I think with the total time that we were together in person, uh, I don't know, it was less than that. I think it would probably be since this September, this past September. Wow! Mm-hmm. So actually, the majority of your relationship was long yeah. distance. Yeah. Wow. So like, yeah. how are you able to? I guess like keep keep seeing each other we're like because right now (laughs) it's been almost a year of me just video chatting with friends and anybody 
and it's already like my eyes hurt from staring at the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like I'm at a place where I just don't want to talk to anyone anymore. <laughs> but like for you to have like an intentional like dating relationship online, how did you even do that? Like what was like that experience like? Well, on the topic of your eyes hurting, I would recommend like blue blocker glasses. Mm, I have some right here. Yeah. Bought some for myself because of long distance, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) So you're already prepared for the pandemic. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Long distance has trained us, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it kind of, um, for that, like, the biggest challenge was, of course, like, like, communication going right. I think uh, the hardest for, the core relationship is like make sure you're communicating properly and clearly in a way that the other person understands and so we made our like a large effort and maintain like a solid communication whether it be via like messenger or text or not text but you know like whatsapp whatever um or even like a facetime or a video call right uh, these are like we made like a like, intentional effort to maintain that like, consistently so for example like we would yeah text like multiple times every day just like as if, as if we were like texting like each other in the same city um but and then every day we would try very hard to video call like just before our, like, i go to bed which is like I just know, after my, work like, for me around like five or six yeah mm-hmm. so it'd be like my yeah exactly like my 11 o'clock her and clarissa's 5 p.m and so yeah that was really challenging especially when clarissa started working um yeah because when Clarissa, yeah when you're in school right you were like yeah it's a lot more flexible I could call you pretty much any time in the afternoon um but once I started work it was like my schedule everything became a lot more um demanding I guess like right after work I would go home right away so that I could call Sam and and it just made it um more difficult to yeah plan other things I guess Mm -hmm. had to work around it it's definitely um something we needed to prioritize yeah i think over the past two and a half years of us being long distance i think we only missed like 20 days of not video calling i think less than that even less yeah yeah i wrote six in my notes (laughs) wow okay then i would trust that because i wasn't counting but well i wasn't counting that's just like an estimate i just feel like it was not a lot yeah Mm -hmm. like we really made a like a a, like a solid effort on that one so like every day like we would um, yeah, just like either rush home to, from our respective places to maintain that because we knew that that was like, yeah, that could be a really big point of breakdown, and that could be something that uh, that being really, yeah, really difficult for us. So I think that's how we maintain communication. That's we were uh, we I don't know we're like battle hardened to the pandemic meeting craze. Oh my <laughs> Wow, was that something you guys like agreed to do before? you like went on the plane to Germany or did that develop over time? I think we fell into a routine. Yeah. It wasn't something that we um, like kind of, I think initially intentionally tried to schedule, but um, for us, that's just sort of what worked. Um, I guess we wanted to see each other. I mean, I think it would be, it's not necessarily the same for all couples, but for us, yeah, we wanted to talk every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, right. It just kind of fell into that kind of routine, right? Like, Maybe the first week we just started calling a lot, and I was like, we just kind of kept it going, that momentum. And it was a, uh, yeah, it just kind of happened. Wow. Yeah. It, it got to the point where it's almost like it felt really weird when we didn't call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, what do we do with our time? Like, like for example, if I was busy or if he was busy, yeah, it was just weird. 
Wow. It's like that moment after your exams, you have that like lull feeling, like, oh, what did I do with this time? <laughs> uh, it's not the same, but yeah. Wow. So yeah. I guess like maybe you guys can answer this separately or if you had the same experience, but what would you say was the hardest like obstacle you guys had to overcome during your time apart? Okay, I'll, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> um, I think for me, the time difference was pretty tough. Um, just because um, it was basically like, because Germany is um, six hours ahead. Um, so basically half my day, I wouldn't be able to really message him because he'd be sleeping. Um, and I think vice versa. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so... I, I felt like that was one challenge because I, I guess in like a, a normal relationship, you can pretty much like message one another um, or be in contact with one another um, and talk anytime if needed. Um, so that was definitely hard, especially because I guess adding on to what we talked about before in terms of calling every day, sometimes, um, sometimes it would be like, like really challenging if let's say I had something like a social thing to do after work Um and I'd have to call Sam like in public and like, it's not quite, it's like really noisy everywhere. It's just like kind of stressful. Um, so I think that was one of the biggest challenges. <laughs> yeah. And and of course, I don't know if you call this like loneliness, but I think just like being able, being able to um, not, sorry, not being able to like um, spend time and do um, and experience like, I guess all the good good things you're doing right now with the most important person in your life is really tough I think yeah mm -hmm. for me yeah like for me that was also very difficult but just to add on to a different like I guess path like it was also hard in terms of like I guess like communication right for me um like since you're not in even the same context right like like like, like my world is different than her world like just through cultural and, and and all this other stuff um like whenever I say something, there was no context to it, right? So it, it really made my mind that, like, initially there was a lot of like maybe not miscommunication, but like it was just like I would I would say, oh, how's your day? It's like, oh, it was good. Just went to work and stuff, right? But then since she didn't understand like what like daily life was in Germany, right? Like that she's an under like no one would understand what going to work would be like, right? Because it's you have no context. So for me, um, yeah, the hardest part was like one of the hard parts for me was like I guess communicating properly and like learning to like you know properly explain and give a better picture of what I was doing so that she can experience how I am um, while being so far apart, right? So it took some time to really build up that kind of like, I guess, discipline to, to properly explain my day instead of like, hey, how's your day? Like, yeah, it was good, I went to work. Oh, it's like, cool. It's like I was there, right? It's like, yeah, okay, true. She's not there. So yeah. I had to really, um, yeah, say that. And then, uh, yeah, vice versa as well. Like her telling me her day as well. And I guess, also through all like the miscommunications and I don't know whatever is um yeah to be also like the hardest part to be like, gracious to each other right give grace to each other um understand that like yeah the situation isn't the most ideal in all cases and like you know um you have to like be kind and loving in that wow so like in I guess if I were to backtrack a little bit um so like you kind of prefaced I guess every month or so to Clarissa saying, you know, like this is coming, I'm going to Germany, be prepared. <laughs> and then building up to that. Um, 
like <laughs> was there a point where you were like oh maybe she's gonna like not want this like not want to be with me if I can't be here physically or like what made you decide to like at some point in time I feel like you both had to make the decision to keep working at it like have those daily calls and like you know stay up late or leave work right on time so you can go home to do your call like what do you think kept you you know like going <laughs> mm. I think so early on in our relationship we had like this kind of like we talked about we talked about like our like I don't know like long-term goals and stuff and just in life right separately right like as if we didn't know each other kind of stuff and it was like we kind of all we, we both kind of converged in the same destination of like just doing overseas missions right and that was kind of like one thing that we really wanted to do um and I was like oh that's really cool like, I haven't really like yeah like met someone that, that had that as like a, almost like an end goal so for me that was like oh wow this is like um a really solid person with the same like trajectory so like to me that was like one motivating factor but I don't know I guess just um I like her <laughs> yeah, I, I, nice. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, that was like that was it, right? It's like we had the same goals, we have um, same interests, same trajectory. Um, yeah, and so to me, that was like I, I think if yeah, I felt God given that 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 was someone right to work towards. In my mind, yeah. How about you, Clarissa? Any thoughts? Mm, I think for myself, um, I, I totally agree with what Sam said. Um, I guess adding on to that, I think at the beginning of our relationship, I almost feel like I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. I think both of us were a little bit like, you know, blindly were like, this is so exciting. Like, of course, right? But in a way, that's also what helped us because I think you know if I knew what I was going into I almost I knew how challenging it was going to be maybe I wouldn't even have like done it but um that kind of like just um I don't know what to call that just like just not even knowing and then just being like okay let's try it right I, I felt like actually was really good for the first in terms of timing and the first little bit of our relationship um as weird as, as it is to say. Um, but in terms of like the long haul, um, yeah, I totally think it takes a lot of commitment and just believing that it'll be like, that it'll be worth it. Um, in a practical sense, I thought it was really helpful just to communicate and talk about um, um, like future plans, like knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel, I think is really, really important to know that there is going to be a, like, I guess something to work towards that. It's not just going to be like, is it going to be long distance for 10 years? Like, like something like that would obviously be really like a different story, but like knowing that we have like a concrete um, kind of plan helps a lot. Something to look forward to. Yeah. I like that. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Did you ever go visit him in Germany? I did. Yeah. Um, I visited, I ended up visiting him twice. Um, and if it weren't for the pandemic, I probably would have visited a third time. Um, yeah. So that's about once a year. Yeah. And Sam did come back, um, I think tw about twice a year to visit over the holidays or the summer 
or other weddings you had to to go to yeah wow Mm -hmm. that helps for sure (laughs) so it must be like yeah something like little milestones I guess to look forward to during the year (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. energy for sure I think the hardest period of time yes exactly I think the hardest period of time was like the longer stretches when um, we weren't sure when Sam was going to come back. Um, That was tough because it was just like month to month. Um, And I think that was, that ended up being like a, that ended up being like an eight month stretch. I think this past year because of the pandemic, Um, Sam was here in January of 2020. And then I didn't see him again until September. And that was the longest stretch. So that was pretty tough. Yeah, it's like us now going through the lockdown. It's like we're living month yeah. to month. <laughs> yeah. When do we be? Yeah. <laughs> and so, do you have any um, advice for a couple who maybe like they just got together before the pandemic and now they have to like learn to have this long distance relationship? Yeah. I think for me, I, I think I touched upon it earlier. I was like, grace, um, just to be gracious to each, with each other, right? Like knowing that, like, like me and Chris are like we're, we're both two imperfect people, simple people, right? That um, that naturally will like we'll always step on each other's toes or something, or cross like cross each other in a negative way or something, right? Like it just we're bound to do that multiple times a day, right? Even so, right? So it's just um, understanding like the, the grace that was given to us, right? Uh, by Christ, it's like to apply that to other per- to the other person, right? To be gracious to that other person when um, stuff happens that that you don't like, or it's just going to hurt you, right? Is to understand that it wasn't done maliciously, it wasn't done out of hate, right? It was just the human nature, the, our sinful nature, right? And it's knowing that we are redeemed and that we are, and that we can also forgive the other person, right? And for me, that was a really big thing to understand and to really give and to accept as well, right? Is that yeah, that that mistakes happen and to be kind and, and loving during that time yeah and also to communicate properly how you feel as well right because can't really read minds so uh, all you have is this one like this 2d version of someone on the screen right and so you have to really okay. put in like the effort to, to communicate and to talk right that's how you get to know each someone and for us at least that's what we those are i think the two points that we oh in my mind that uh i really try to like really um get down pat uh during those those two and a half years nice yeah Yeah. how about you clarissa um yeah i totally agree with what sam said um to add on to that um i also want to emphasize communication um i know it's really obvious and like really it's the key to any relationship um but especially important in a long distance relationship there's there's no space for any kind of passive aggressiveness or negativity like there just really isn't time or space for that when when they're 2d so (laughs) um (laughs) like I think and especially when your time to talk is so limited to just like messaging and you know as you've already know like it communication is even harder when you're not face to face so um I think being willing to be open and talk about feelings and securities um as well as being a good listener is just so essential um yeah and I think yeah just learning to lean on one another in harder times and also like I think celebrating all the little wins is really important too Mm -hmm. 
That's true. It's easy to get caught up in like the, the, the not not like the negativity or like it's easy to see only the bad things in the whole situation, right? In the grand picture, when you step back, you see all these like bad things or like it's not optimal, right? And the way you want it to be. And but when you really look into it in the in the more finer detail, right? In the in the high resolution, you can see a lot of cool things or awesome things that happen, right? And it's to keep that, um, and, and to really hold on to that and like knowing that like a like this not optimal big picture is temporary. And B, that even during these not optimal times or not great times, you can really hold on. Like, you can really see there's good things happening, right? Either growth or, like, fun times or, like, fun pictures or fun games, whatever it may be, right? You have these small things that you can, yeah, really be like, huh, that was actually really nice, you know? And 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 those things really, uh, if, you, if you not hold on to it, but if you keep that in mind or focus on that as well, it, it really helps you during these, like, mundane or um, monotonous day-to-day stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Like communication definitely and having that like little things to look forward to here and there definitely mm-hmm. makes a difference. Wow. So I just realized because even though you're back in um Toronto, like you, you still have to be in lockdown. So <laughs> you're still still like kind of doing the same thing as you were even when you were in Germany, right? Yeah, but uh, at least there's no time difference, right? And at the very mm. least, we can, like, see each other outside. Mm. Nice. Oh, true, true. So, like, yeah, we, like, especially during this, like, second or third, I don't know which lockdown number. Mm. But, second lockdown. Yeah, the second one, right? Um, yeah, like, we don't see each other indoors. So we always just hang outside. And luckily, in Canada, it's, like, minus 17 right now. So it's just the most optimal and great time to do this. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's quite funny um there's times that we, like we hang out in in um in the garage right with the door open and like we're like just sitting there with like uh, costco has this like mini sun that just shoots out like radiative heat and we have that in front of us a like, mini space heater yeah like, this mini, mini space heater and like we're like blink like um sleeping bagged up and just like sitting there just trying to talk and like stay warm and it's just like <laughs> yeah it's it's a weird time to be back but at the same time it's better than being across the ocean or something so yeah just a little the little wins in these situations is, is kind of like yeah keeps us keeps it going at least mm, that's true <laughs> yeah because i was like oh trying to you know how like you, you want to end with like a happy ending but i was like is it though <laughs> <laughs> awesome but yeah thanks so much for sharing guys um if you have any other um last minute things you guys want to share before we end our time together that wasn't a question <laughs> do you have any other oh <laughs> yeah i've lost how to like talk to people too so. yeah. <laughs> uh, if not that's okay too um normally because we have live q a um but then because in this format we don't have that so <laughs> if people do have comments um you guys can feel free to comment down below after we post the video um or send us a dm and we'll try to get clarissa and sam to respond to you if you have any other questions um but yeah thanks everyone for watching and thanks sam and clarissa for joining us um, thanks rochelle sharing your story yeah. thanks rochelle it was actually a lot of fun yeah Bye, guys. <laughs> all right stay safe and keep fighting bye